okay with are live welcome to wrestling with the future this is a special non-wrestling episode and the headlines across the country new jersey has gone to pot hello everybody i'm ed Scipio, <laughs> joined as i am each and every week by the pitbull herself amelia chapman how are you amelia you feeling better kid i feel so much better good you look terrific and Thank we're you. joined by a longtime friend a filmmaker director writer producer hell of a writer too by the way Mike Messier, Mikey Messier, how you doing, my friend? MikeMessier.com. Well, glad to be here, Angelo, and uh, looking forward to this topic, which uh, maybe like some of the, the listeners or the viewers, uh, I'm not as informed as you, you probably are, so I'm looking forward to learning and asking questions tonight. Absolutely. Well, brother, I'll tell you what, um, it's a learning curve for everybody. Uh, interestingly enough, yesterday on 420 was... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, National Weed Day. Right. <laughs> we'll leave it to Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey to one-up National Weed Day mm-hmm. uh, by uh, declaring 421 as, you know, New Jersey, you know, pot legalization. It's, we're legal now. You can Yay. go to your local <laughs> dispensary and you don't have to worry about getting pinched by the cops mm-hmm. or uh, how much you got in your pocket as long as it's you know, as long as you have, what did they say? Under six grams, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. under six ounces mm-hmm. in your pocket, it's okay. More than six ounces, you have to pay a $25 fine. Hmm. I don't think anybody's going to worry about that. <laughs> but here's the thing. The dispensaries here in New Jersey, and they, uh, they just, think about something. Mm-hmm. They just declared it today. Hmm. that New Jersey is legal. But the dispensaries knew this was coming because we've already got in New Jersey right now mm-hmm. 50 full-time working dispensaries. Wow. That all opened up at 7 a.m. this morning. And I will show you some of the lines wrapped around the building where you're going to see that tonight. So here's what happened today, folks, in case you are living under a rock and are uh, not informed of world current events. It's legal now in the state of New Jersey, my hometown, to um, to buy and smoke and play around with your friends and get high. <laughs> you can do that now in Jersey. You can get high and it's not against the law. Um, as long as you have under six ounces in your pocket. Remember that. And you can only... Buy, here's the thing, Mike Messier, you can mm. buy one ounce at a time. Okay. But they won't, they're not allowed by law to sell you more than an ounce at a time. But that-, that ounce can be a combination of gummies, oils, dry product, or wet product. Mm-hmm. 
So you go into the store, you buy an ounce, you leave, you come back in, buy another ounce, and you could do this all day long. But it has to be a single, separate purchase for every ounce you buy. By the way, just in case you want to know how much that ounce is going to cost you, mm-hmm. about 350 bucks plus wow. tax, plus a luxury tax. So it's going to run you about $410. But you get to buy it and nobody's going to stop you. Hmm. And nobody's going to arrest you and you're not going to get thrown in jail for getting high in front of the cops. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about this. Mikey Messier, you are um, a guy who I know did some crunch research today because I heard you listening to the tube. Um, (laughs) So what have you learned about New Jersey's new marijuana law? Well, you know, it's interesting because, like you said, New, New Jersey is the latest state, but it's not the first. In fact, it seems like right now more than half the U.S. states have some form of legalized marijuana, whether it's medical and recreational or just medical. Uh, other things that I, I found out today that I wasn't terribly informed in is is like kind of the history of of why it's been illegal for a long time, why that was the norm, why the norm is changing What's yeah. what's really kind of confusing to a lot of people, and it's still confusing to me, Angelo and Amelia, is mm-hmm. how come it's a federal illegal uh, act, marijuana, or you know, to have it or to sell it, it's federally illegal, but mm-hmm. state by state, it's different. So I think that could be uh, a thing. There's also there's mm-hmm. got to be I don't know the numbers, folks, but uh, there's got to be more than one person, several hundred or even thousands. Mm-hmm. of people that are in jail, uh, maybe the three strikes law that came into prominence in the 90s under the Clinton administration. So there's yeah. probably a lot of people who were selling a dime bag somewhere at a Leonard Skinner concert. Yeah. And uh, that was their third offense. And they went to jail for a long time. Do we pay restoration to these people that are in jail for marijuana? Uh, That's violence? a very good question. And I happen to know the answer to that question. Well, I'd love to hear it because to me, it's not retroactive. Okay. The laws that were on the book, because there's a very famous case I'm going to cite with you tonight, and it's a really big deal, too. And Mikey, uh, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's a really, really big deal. Um, The law is not, listen to this one, folks, it's not retroactive. In other words, if you got arrested in New Jersey, Five years ago for selling, you know, a dime bag in front of the 7-Eleven and the cop saw you. Sorry, folks, you're going to stay in jail for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's, everything is today clean slate effective now. Governor Phil Murphy signed the document making it legal to purchase marijuana in the state of New Jersey. Under six ounces for your personal use, more than six ounces, you'll have to pay a $25 fine, but you can only purchase one ounce at a time at the dispensary. It must be either a state-run dispensary or a private dispensary expressly licensed to distribute and sell and cultivate marijuana. And it has to be consumable grade. It cannot be laced with anything because they test it. 
They've mm-hmm. got state inspectors now. How would you like to have that job, Mike Messier? Oh, yeah. Go around to the dispensary. <laughs> He's smiling. <laughs> Going around to the dispensaries testing this shit. Mm-hmm. And naming each one of them different. <laughs> I want to be the state marijuana tester. That's my fucking job. So, so that's a really interesting point. Because there's a very famous case right now of a woman. Listen to this one. A woman who was married to a legit um, dealer, like a big-time legit drug dealer. Okay? Because she knew that her husband was selling marijuana in large quantities, they they didn't arrest him. They arrested her because she had knowledge and did not come forward. Okay? He was allowed to go loose. They Mm -hmm. eventually arrested him on some other trumped up charge. I I know that for for certain. Mm -hmm. I think it was something stupid like forgetting to file his taxes or a speeding ticket or something that that they pulled out of the you know the woodpile. But they mm-hmm. got him. You know, I mean, they can, you, Mike Messier, you know, and Amelia, you know, mm-hmm. they can invite a ham sandwich if they want to. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, if the, if the police or the feds want to get you, they'll get you. Oh, yeah. They'll yeah. find something. Lawyer, you can fight it. Uh, so here's Amelia, a question. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. You got to your face. I guess I've got so many questions. One question would be say someone is in New Jersey, has their legal. Uh, marijuana or, or, you know, whatever they have, the legal uh, marijuana thing. And what if mm-hmm. they drive into a state where it's illegal to have possession? Uh, you know, I'm, that glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that, Mikey, because I will mm-hmm. tell you what that's already been tested today. Oh, wow. We are where I am located. I am literally 12 minutes from the city of Philadelphia. I can be from my front door to the front door of City Hall in Philadelphia in 12 minutes. Okay? That's how close I am. People in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, and the surrounding counties are driving into New Jersey, buying their pot, and driving back to Pennsylvania and getting caught. Okay? They're getting caught. And they're doing jail time. It's already happened today. Hmm. Because the police in Pennsylvania know this is going to happen. If you see an influx of all of these cars heading into Jersey, and you know that this is like not normal traffic for this time of day, mm-hmm. well, you what are they doing? They're yeah. either going to the beach and it's way too fucking cold for the beach. They're going to the casino that's not happening because the casinos are dying. So what else are they doing? They're Something spending money happening. at the, the local mm-hmm. pot dispensary. Mm-hmm. Amelia, give me your take on this. Yeah, I kind of figured that was going to happen because, you know, it's like something new, something they're going to be wanting to get out there and try their luck and see what's going to happen. Especially what do you with think the of all this, Amelia, with the legalized, uh, legalized pot? You know, I knew that was going to happen happen because I know it's going to be in the state of Florida. A lot of people here are waiting for that to happen. Mike Messier, you'll appreciate this. Mm -hmm. Gary Vitard says, hello, are you Vince Russo's brother? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> How's it going, Gary? Gary, get, thanks for joining the show, Gary, and thanks for watching. We um, appreciate it. Yeah, I don't, spiritual uh, brother, Angelo. Yeah, right. <laughs> But go, going going back to what you said about the family member that the of the spouse that knew about the husband that. that did that that knew the husband that? was selling and mm -hmm. she got arrested. I knew yeah. somebody that was the spouse. She, she got arrested. Her her husband was selling big time, and it was all in the house, the kitchen. They came in and they busted her because she knew, mm -hmm. and the husband was I don't know where. And they took the kids away from her, and of course, thank goodness they had a she yes, had a sister a, to raise. But yeah, the husband yeah, went who knows where. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of the things I said earlier. It was in Texas. Was a big deal. It happened in Texas it to a family member of mine. I hate to say, but it was a family member of mine. Oh, it was. Are you shitting me? No, sir. Okay, you gotta. Okay, you gotta fess mm -hmm. up here. What mm -hmm. what happened in that case? I didn't know that they were related to you. Well, no, it was in Texas, and uh, None she of this went. Has been to... planned, folks. When Neil yeah. and I did not, we never plan anything before we go on the air. So she, uh, I did not know that woman was a, a member of your family. She went. She went to. Uh, uh, hold on a second. I don't know. Hold on. Sorry. She went to a jail for about ten years or so, I think, or a few years, yeah, and now yeah. she's finally back with her her kids and. Uh, the husband or ex-husband now is in jail for something else, then he got caught for something else. Yeah, and I don't understand that. Mm -hmm. Like what the And it was his stuff. Appeal? He has she had nothing to do with it. She had a good job doing something else, raising her I, kids. I don't understand that. Why mm -hmm. risk mm -hmm. so much? I just don't get that. Mm -hmm. I really don't get that. Yeah. That's yeah. craziness. It really it's really just crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um so, yeah, this is a strange thing. New Jersey is the latest to legalize marijuana for personal and recreational use. I want mm -hmm. to show a little, like we love to do here, we play show and tell. I'm going to show a little um, little video here. Um, this was on the ballot, okay? Mm -hmm. It was on the ballot. They put a referendum up. Do New Jersey voters... Um, Want pot legalized? How mm -hmm. many just and they put it up just for shits and giggles, mm -hmm. just for the hell of it, just to see what would happen. Well, surprise, surprise. Well, guess what? Everybody and their brother wanted pot legalized. So, here was the next headline is that New Jersey legalized pot. Now, now what? Legalized weed, they say. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens? Okay. Our friend, Governor Murphy, says, all right, well, I'll tell you what. So since the people want it, and I'm the governor who gives the people what they want. <laughs> jerked me off some more, <laughs> Phil. Um, what he did in a surprise move was he went ahead and signed a bill <laughs> to legalize marijuana. Of course, this is after he was reelected mm -hmm. for a second term. He figures I better do something before, you know, I'm, I'm out of here in eight mm -hmm. years. I better earn my money, mm -hmm. you know. So, um, you know, and you see he's uh, right in front of a large field of cannabis. Mm -hmm. um, and that picture was taken here in New Jersey as well, by the way. But Phil Murphy is right now being hailed as a hero when... Eight months ago, people wanted to hang him up by his bootstraps. 
It's already starting with the memes. Okay, you know, they have the I Heart New York logo mm -hmm. that's been famous for years, the I Heart New York. Now it's, you know, I Leaf New Jersey. <laughs> you know? Can people start growing their own in their own house? Uh, do you know yet? Well, people have been doing that for years anyway. I mean, legally, I mean, well, without... Yeah, of course, you can, if you can, that's a really good point. You mm -hmm. can, in your own home, mm -hmm. grow uh, your own recreational marijuana as mm -hmm. long as it's less than a certain amount and mm -hmm. not for wholesale distribution. Mm -hmm. In other words, you can't sell it in front of the 7-Eleven to high school kid. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. But in fact, and it's funny, as a segue and a tie into that, uh -huh. there's a town here in New Jersey called Point Pleasant. Huh. And Point Pleasant, New Jersey says, buy your weed somewhere else. This town is anti-weed. But oh, guess wow. what? They don't have a choice in the matter now because it's statewide law. If somebody wants to open up a dispensary in Point Pleasant, New Jersey... Well, guess what? They can do it. And there's nothing anyone can do. All they can say is, you know, not in my block. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, this was wow. 7 o'clock this morning. Wow. Okay. That okay. line is 7 a.m. If you look at it. For a non-addicting substance. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? And waiting for an iPhone. It's <laughs> line at 7 o'clock in the morning for something that's not addictive, right? Oh. Yeah. And and but here's the the big point I'm trying to make to everyone: the sun's not even up yet. Wow! Yeah. It's still dawn. You know, With the sky's the, just breaking. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my point. Is is the argument's been for a while that marijuana is not addictive? But if it's not addictive, why are these people there at seven o'clock in the morning to get my, it? Mike Nessier, that's a great. Tying mm -hmm. to something we're going to talk about after this little slideshow. Yeah. Um, it's been said for eons and a day that marijuana is not a gateway drug. I fervently disagree. By the way, very clever name of that dispensary, the mm -hmm. cannabis. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff you can expect to see in your dispensary. And there's every... Now, this one I thought was that's a dispensary, but I thought it was a mortuary. I really did. Oh my god! I yeah, they were, yeah. <laughs> I feel I thought they were urns. That's what I thought too. When I first showed it, saw it at first. Take a look at that that New Jersey sign. It says "Welcome <laughs> to the Garden State." It's made out of pot leaves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny stuff. But you can, it, I mean, you can buy. It's crazy. You can buy. Mm -hmm. Anything you want now, you can go. I mean, buy you know, whatever. Like you know, each bottle that, that you see, each jar, mm -hmm. that's like an ounce. Okay, it's got an ounce in in, in one of those jars, mm. they're, and they're not very big. They look bigger than they are. They're only this big. I mean, it's a small mm. jar. It's got a little screw top, you know, lid on it mm -hmm. for freshness. <laughs> for freshness. That. <laughs> That's a good name, girly. So, yeah, but this will be back to square one. This is what happened. This was the ballot question. 
Mm-hmm. Should New Jersey legalize marijuana? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, of course, that was the, uh, the the hot button issue. Everybody thought it was going to be like a big, you know, oh, how we're going to have fun with this one. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Jokes yeah. on everybody because the governor said, okay, I'll sign it. Mm-hmm. What's he got to lose? It's his last term. He's only got three years left, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he's got to do something after, you know, killing so many people with this horrible COVID regulations. Mm-hmm. Awful. He and, uh, by the way, he and um, uh, Andrew Cuomo were their you know, bosom buddies. Mm-hmm. Mikey Messier, it's a hot button issue for sure. Where do we go from here, brother? Well, I think it, it to me what happens is, you know, as more and more states kind of go towards the legalization side of things, uh, I guess as a non-smoker for the most part myself, I started thinking, well, how do you, you know, I guess I'm concerned about, I wouldn't want my, the person flying my airplane that I'm in as a passenger to be uh, smoking weed before and saying, well, it's less than one ounce or whatever, so I can do what I want. I wouldn't want to be on the highway at night. I mean, the, the, the roads here in Jacksonville, Florida are pretty dangerous already, probably because people are texting and driving or drinking and driving. Yeah. But I wouldn't want people being high and driving, which and I, I think it's one of those things where, um, you know, when you normalize something, whether it's alcohol or marijuana or anything else, mm-hmm. uh, when it's legalized, it's normalized. And so then people, yeah. a certain group of people, a certain percentage of people will will think, well, it's fine to do as much as you want. But I think the jury's still out, you know, uh, with marijuana. Are there, are there effects to the brain in people if they smoke an excessive amount of marijuana? And well, how that's, much that's the I question, Mikey. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the, that is the, the, the crux of the question. What happens? Here's how here's how sensitive this issue is. You mentioned people, you know, driving high or, uh, you know, getting high and then taking to the wheel of their car or whatever the case is. They've addressed this issue today and you and I can't even make this up. Mm-hmm. Police officers getting high on the job. It's legal. Mm-hmm. They have every right to buy it. You can't lock up a cop for buying something that's legal. But the question yeah, is, can he right. smoke it on duty? If he does, how there do you, you know? Yeah. Can, he, can he smoke it on duty? Can you be uh, impaired? And and who makes the laws or what are the laws for how much is legal impairment? I mean, is there a, a breathalyzer that says you have, just like there is for alcohol, if you have so much mm-hmm. alcohol in your system, you can't be driving legally. Exactly. Is there mm-hmm. something like that for marijuana or not? I don't know the answer. Amelia, do you know what the um, what the, the protocol is? Uh, let's go through that because I know that you're. It depends on, I guess, the, the employer. They, if they're going to have to, if they're going to legalize it in certain states, they're going to have to redo each, I guess, each employer employer handbook again, uh, yeah. or redo uh, or have like a, so many employees per HR, and yeah. you know, redo. So many people at times say, "Okay, we know this is this is legal now. This is what you're not to do. This is what you can do." 
if you're caught doing this, then this is going to be the final steps or this is the final step you're fired, period. I want to tell people. Because you know, we can't at work, of course. Absolutely. We were told absolutely well, not. That's it, period. Yeah. And I want to tell you know. people that Amelia uh, knows from what she talks about because she works in the health industry mm-hmm. dealing with Medicare and Medicaid claims. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and probably much of what you see is the drug and or alcohol mm-hmm. related mm-hmm. Uh, in Florida mm-hmm. uh, and Florida is a, a pretty lenient state. It's still illegal mm-hmm. in oh, the yes. state of Florida to buy marijuana. Unless you have a medical card and then that's pretty much it. Yeah. You have a medical card, have that's it. A script card. Yes. That's and it. that's mm-hmm. how New Jersey was, Amelia and Mikey. Mm-hmm. You could, you could purchase legally. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had a medical script card, mm-hmm. which, by the right. way, you had to jump through hoops to get them. Mm-hmm. Yes, you still have to. They yeah. weren't giving them to anybody. Mm-mm. And they've taken doctor's licenses away mm-hmm. by the hundreds in this state yeah. of doctors that were just going here. Take a script here. Mm-hmm. Take a script. You know, I'll get you. what. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you need. How many, you mm-hmm. need. You want you want four cans. No problem. Here. Mm-hmm. Take a script. Yes. And what they did was they said, okay, that Dr. Anderson did this and Dr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Ambrose did that and Dr. Bump did this. Mm-hmm. And so they took the, okay, Dr. Ambrose, shoot, mm-hmm. your license is no good. Dr. Anderson, have a nice mm-hmm. day, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy your stay at the state facility. Goodbye, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and they now, were, yeah. They were taking doctor's licenses like crazy mm-hmm. in the and, state. Uh, just yeah. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, everything, this is a game changer. Yeah. Yeah, this is a changer. big deal. This yeah. is a real big deal. Especially with you pain know? medication. We tell them, say, no, we don't do that. If you want pain medication, we refer them to a pain management doctor. What? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so, and the other thing, too, that we need to, to talk about is mm-hmm. you got to be 21. To buy the stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know, you know already a Mm 17-year-old or a 16-year-old kid is Mm -hmm. going to try and figure out how he can get his hands on a little, like an ounce of some Mm -hmm. bubble bush, you know, or some skunkweed or some... You know, some 19-year-old guy is going to be with his 17-year-old girlfriend or 22-year-old guy is going to be with his 18-year-old girlfriend and mm-hmm. get her whatever she wants so yeah. you know, he can have a better date that night. You know, I mean, that's yeah. going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mikey, here's the best thing. You can't even walk into a dispensary unless you're 21. you got to show right. ID. It's like going into a bar. Mm-hmm. you yeah. got to show them your card. Like your driver's license or state ID or something that's mm-hmm. got your your photo and birth date on it, you know? Well, the, the whole thing, I mean, I, I don't have a full grasp on it, but it reminds me of uh, Prohibition, you know, back in the 1930s, right? Mm-hmm. What was that, four or five? Yeah, kind of, really. And mm-hmm. uh, oddly enough, Prohibition uh, ended on my birthday, December 5th. Yeah. Um, not the same year. But well, actually, a lot uh, of shit I, I happened mean, on your birthday. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, true. that's my grandparents' anniversary, my mom's parents' anniversary. <laughs> oh, yeah. don't encourage him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, 
yeah, feels like Mikey's birthday had a lot of shit going on. Yeah, <laughs> Nelson Mandela mm-hmm. died on December fifth. All types of things, but it's yeah. it's just interesting to me that you know at one point before any of us uh, were around and, and able to drink, you couldn't drink mm-hmm. legally. So mm-hmm. people did moonshine and they had their little uh, distilleries and so forth. And mm-hmm. marijuana has kind of been like that for the last decades, for many decades. And mm-hmm. now, like Angelo said, mm-hmm. it's a game changer. And I guess my, my I don't have the answers. I really don't. But I guess my questions are, um, just like drunk driving has been a huge issue yeah. my whole life. You know, I, I was hit by a drunk driver once and I didn't appreciate it. So I just wonder, is the more prevalent ability to get marijuana for more people going to lead to more hazardous conditions on the ah, roads. Ah, there you go. Yes. Boy, that's exactly. a loaded question. Holy yeah. shit. Neil, yeah. you want to take and, that and, one? I feel I feel like he's correct in that because, I mean, the more and more, like he said, you know, we're going to have to watch out for that too, not just texting while driving, drunk driving. Now yeah. we're going to have to watch out for that too because you're going to, you're gonna, we're gonna wonder now: Are they gonna be texting? Are yeah. they gonna be drunk driving? Are they gonna be driving under what influence now? Well, it, it's a loaded question. Like I said, it's a, in a lot of ways, it's a loaded question. Is it yeah. in a multi, multi-tiered kind of way? Mm-hmm. It opens up a, a Pandora's box of exactly of how do you address any given issue with any given question because. Mm-hmm. Just when you think you have the answer to one, it's going to create a complication on something mm-hmm. else. Right. You know? Or they, they have kids in the back. Are they just playing around? You know, with, yeah. uh, you know, just like today, I, we had a scare today, you know, uh, it hit, you know, accidentally in the back. And it was the car's fault in front of us because yeah. they were playing around with the kids, well, picking them up from school. And yeah. it was not our fault. It was the cars in front of us because they were, you know, playing around. And we're like, OK, what's going on here? Well, Mike Messier brought up scary. a really, really interesting point and a very valid point. Mm-hmm. Let's say there's a guy, he's 21 years old. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend is 18. They're in the car together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're not driving. They're just in the car. Mm-hmm. He's smoking a joint in his car. Mm-hmm. It, it, remember, we're in New Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's smoking a joint. He's allowed to. Okay. Because he's over 21. It's, it's legal now. And he has the uh, required amount of pot, okay? Mm-hmm. So he's smoking his joint, and so he does this, Mikey. He goes like this with it. Hands it off to his girlfriend. She takes a toke. Okay. Did he break the law? If nobody yes. saw it, did he break the law? I say yes. It's like the, the, the tree that falls in the forest. If you can't hear it, doesn't mean it didn't fall. You know, yeah. Te- technically, he would have broken the law, and then it's like, well, do, if if they were to get into an accident, or somehow it's proven that the the legal aged male is providing the underage female with a couple of puffs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you prosecute? The girl, the guy, that, uh, that's the, who's, the whoever sold it to him. I mean, right. That's the question, Amelia. You want to mm-hmm. handle that one? I- you know, exactly. I mean, uh, back, piggybacking off of him, especially if they get into a car accident and she gets behind the wheel and takes the fault for him, you know, and then she goes to jail. And of course, it's his fault. That's not right. You know what I mean? 
Well, it's, it's not yeah. right to do 10 yeah. years in prison because your husband was a drug dealer. and Yeah, exactly. You know? But, you know, really it was his fault. He should have been the one paying for it, not her. Well, and that's the point, you know? Mm -hmm. So here's But true love, I guess. Love conquered oh, all that. got shit no, to do with it. Somebody's taking that's a That's how she okay? did. Yeah. And, it, and he, he doesn't say anything. And he lets her take the fall, and I don't think that's right, you know? Yeah, well, but, but mm -hmm. here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. In, in a state where it's legal now, okay, we're, of course, we're talking about it's a legal thing now here in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to take any fall. What we're dealing now with is somebody over 21. Mm -hmm. But it's like Mike Messier, like when you and I were younger, okay, and yep. we wanted to, and we're out of high school, but we're not old enough to get into the liquor store yet, right? So we find somebody that's going in and we give them our $5 bill for a case of, or a six pack of old Milwaukee, right? Now, I'm a, tapping, it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a 16 year old kid, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And there's a guy that's going into the liquor store. You know, he's got to be 21 to go buy alcohol, right? So you got five bucks in your pocket. Old Milwaukee. Is like rot gut. It's a dollar sixty-five for a six-pack, right? So you give him yeah. your five dollars, but hey, Mister, can you get me your old Milwaukee? Yeah, kid, I'll be right out. So he comes out, gives you your change. Most of the time, he keeps the change, but he gives you your six-pack, right? The same thing's going to happen. I bet you the same thing's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Some kid is going to be hiding in on the side of the building or behind the building. Mm -hmm. And he's going to get somebody to say, hey, mister, here's here's a hundred bucks. Can you go get me a half right. an ounce or can you get me whatever, like whatever the fuck this strain is or whatever? Mm -hmm. Bubba yeah. Kush or, you know, Morning Glory. They got all these fucking goofy names now for this shit. Mm -hmm. I know, right? You know? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know. Mm -mm. To me, it was like, you know, give me some, give me a dime bag, whatever the fuck is in it, I'll smoke it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that's what I used to do. And a mm -hmm. dime bag used to be $10. Okay. Now a dime bag is like $300. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, brother. Yeah. Ain't no dime bags anymore. It's like a, you know, they're, the days of the nickel bag and the dime bag, mm -hmm. those, they're gone. Now, uh, all this. One one of the better things, I guess, on the flip side, not I'm not uh, see the thing is I'm not I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other, believe it or not, but I do have concerns. But one thing that I guess is good that now that uh, the sales are being taxed, at least that's good for the state in theory. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, big time. It, to me, it's also positive. Like a lot of the the reports I was watching on TV today were saying, it's positive if this marijuana is regulated that hopefully people are not going to the parking lot somewhere to meet some creepy guy and buying mm -hmm. something that they have no idea where it came from mm -hmm. and uh, exactly. are, are kind of grown in a, in a better holistic way or whatever you want to call it. There's not the pesticides or whatever else is in there. Uh, so that's good. Um, but, mm -hmm. but overall, I, I don't know, you know, um, I don't know how I feel about it altogether because at some point, if everything becomes legal, um, how do you enforce any type of decorum in society? Well, you know, not to sound like a, a prude or 
that's yeah. no, you're not not sounding Mm-mm. like a prude at all, brother. No. I feel the same way. You're like you're Here, doing the other side of the coin. That's what you're doing too. Here, here's here's what I know, Mikey, and I found this out today. It's an interesting thing. Every dispensary must have their own, for lack of a better word, hot house where they grow the stuff. They they have to report to the state what they're growing, what strain it is, where the seed comes from. Well, that, that's for real. This isn't they can't just like say, oh well, I got a pocket full of seeds. I'm going to plant them. I'm going to grow some plants. Mm-hmm. It, it's really, really regulated. And if you see some of these dispensaries, mm-hmm. they look like laboratories. There's rows and miles and miles of just pot plant after pot plant. Mm-hmm. Some of them are little seedlings like this, mm-hmm. and some of them look like big corn stalks. Okay? Huge. Mm-hmm. Point I'm making is, and to, to talk about what Mikey brought up, mm-hmm. they have to be, they are responsible for telling you what it is, where they got it, and what it contains. Okay. What I don't know, and I'm again not to say that anybody's approved because Mikey, you and I are are not being prudish about this because I'm funny like that. I'm not mm-hmm. a pot smoker, but I I have smoked it because mm-hmm. I have severe back pain mm-hmm. and I've got uh, issues with my eyes. Okay, mm-hmm. so I have smoked it, and I will mm-hmm. tell you that I've got it. It I have it in my house right now. I've got I've, mm-hmm. I've got a considerable amount of pot in my house right now, mm-hmm. and I won't smoke any of it. Mm. You know, um, I'm not going to dine out with my uh, with other family members may or may not be consuming anything. I won't do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be sleeping on the couch. <laughs> right. But I will tell you this for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. That when I want it, I mm-hmm. get it, and I, it has helped me mm-hmm. with my back pain. It has helped mm-hmm. me with my trembling legs. It has mm-hmm. helped me sleep better. Mm-hmm. It's there are a lot of medicinal uses for marijuana, mm-hmm. you know. And even if you don't, if you can't afford marijuana or you know pot. And or you you don't want to get high. There's another sister product called hemp, and hemp mm-hmm. is very good right. for you. Mm-hmm. That's what they derive CBD oil from. It's from hemp. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the pot family has a lot of like relatives that mm-hmm. are doing good things. You know. Yeah. Um. So, Amelia, um, as we are going to talk about, we'll probably talk about this on another show, too, because this is Mm -hmm. warming up, really. Oh, yeah. Um, Where do you think legalization of marijuana goes um, from here, from New Jersey to the rest of the world? Or you think it's going to be... uh, do you I think, think that, here's a question for you and Mike Messier. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the, the pot question needs to be, and listen to the way I, I, I asked this question, do mm-hmm. you think it needs to be federally mandated or does it need to be on, on a state-by-state basis? 
I'll go um, with you first, Neil. Um, I think it's probably going to need to be on a state-to-state -state basis because like, it's been going like for right now because the same uh, vote, vote thing that you had for your state, we've had that same thing for ours for pretty much every vote uh, every four years like that. And we've said yes every time. Well, it's passed yes every single time. And yeah. the only thing that's passed so far was the medical card. And there's a lot of people that can use it, especially a lot of our veterans. We have a lot of veterans that live here. Yeah, and that yeah, are using it for them. Too. Absolutely. And they Mikey, what do you make of it? Do you think you think it needs to be uh, federally mandated, or or should it remain uh, state by state? What you do know, you when think? I was a kid, I always thought I always thought the federal government had more power than it did. In the last couple of years, I've discovered how much the states, you know, especially the worldwide situation we've had for the last two and a half years. The states do have a lot more control than I thought. I think I think for a topic this big, especially when marijuana can be transported from one state to another, like you were talking about with Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, yeah. and New Jersey, um, I think it's got to be federal because you're going to have so many situations where people state hop and there's an incentive for the politicians to, to have their state be more liberal or conservative, depending on what type of state they're trying to you know, cater to type of population. And I feel yeah. that kind of like your, your guy in New Jersey there, I, I'm feeling that what he did was, hey, let me be the cool guy for a change. Let me be a popular and exactly. guy. You know? Exactly. So, Mikey, that's exactly what Phil Murphy did. Governor Murphy, right. who is by, by no when I tell you, Mikey, <laughs> Governor Phil Murphy is by no means, uh, uh, no no stretch of the imagination, the cool guy at all. In fact, were he not a Democrat, you'd swear right. he was a Republican. <laughs> well, um, our our governor right he, now, if he did that, he, he would be Mr. Cool again, because right now he's in hot water with us Floridians right now. Oh, is that Rick Stannis? Yes, he's in a lot yeah, of hot water well, right now. Well, so Ron if he did something like that, he yeah. would probably be the cool guy right now. It's Ron DeSantis or Rick DeSantis. What is his name? Rick uh, or Ron? Ron DeSantis is his name. Is Ron. Ron DeSantis. Yeah, Ron. Rick was, the previous governor was Rick. Okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, if he passed it, I think he'd be Mr. Cool Guy right now with yeah. the Floridians. So, you know, Amelia, I, just, I didn't mention, but Mikey lives in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. So he's, oh. yeah, he's, mm -hmm. he's uh, actually not far from the uh, um, mm -hmm. AEW. Uh, the hub of the, the AEW wrestling. But I think you know what I'm talking about, right? With the mask mandate here, mask mandate there. He's had a lot of people and the COVID yeah, shots. And Can you explain to everybody, Amelia or Mikey, uh, what the hell is going on with the, the mask thing down there? Oh, I thought this was all settled. Oh, no. There's been a lot of people saying that he should do it. A lot of people say he shouldn't. He says he wants to have his, he wants to see his kids' faces. And then other people, a lot of schools don't want yeah. to be, uh, they want to teach from the hot, they want to teach, the, the teachers don't want to go to the schools, they want to teach from the homes, and it's just been a lot of big ordeal here recently. I, I don't understand mm. it, Mikey, is it, is it that complex a deal? I mean, I guess it is, I mean, it I'll is. Say this, it's I, bad. I mean, I've, I've, I've mostly voted Democrat most of my life, but being here under DeSantis's rule, I was grateful that he was. It was so it was great at first. Allowing, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, D Disney World was open, movie theaters mm -hmm. were open in Florida, and you know, for for maybe a year or more mm -hmm. before that was great. Mm -hmm. So I I enjoyed I enjoyed 
mm-hmm. as much as I could. This mm-hmm. the, the worldwide situation being in Florida mm-hmm. because I could still go to yeah. a, a coffee house. I could still go mm-hmm. to Panera Bread. I could still go to the mm-hmm. movie theater, and I could make the choice to not go into a crowded bar or not mm-hmm. go into a crowded restaurant. Or if I heard somebody sneezing up a storm in a coffee house, yeah. I'd leave. Mm-hmm. But I was happy Good to have point. that. When I came up to New England to visit, it yeah. was like being in a third world state. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I tried to go into a star, uh, Starbucks in April of 2021 in, in Rhode mm-hmm. Island. And uh, there's a security guard telling people, you know, they can't park the car for more than 10 minutes. You got to go in, order and leave like a piece of like a sheep or something. And mm-hmm. I just couldn't understand it, you know, how, how bad it was up there. It was horrible, um, so brother. I, I lived in the middle of that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. It was horrible. Yeah. Let me I, tell I, you I, something. During the sure. during the 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 height of the COVID um, pandemic, um, we we were in the hub of it. You remember something? The northeast of the United States, New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, Washington D.C. This this you know the northeastern corridor. Mm-hmm. People don't understand this. They really have no concept of how many people are here. You got the worst of it. I want you to think about this in terms of sheer numbers. Mm -hmm. And these are real numbers. Google it if you think I'm lying. And I encourage you to. 75% of the entire country's population lives right here. Mm -hmm. New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, um, Connecticut, Rhode Island, it, this is the hub mm-hmm. from Washington, D.C., okay, Virginia, up to Ver, um, Vermont, mm-hmm. Connecticut, okay, and over to Pennsylvania. That's it. 75% of the country's population lives right here because the further west you go until you hit the west coast, there's a lot of land in between, a mm-hmm. lot. And a lot of them people are smoking pot, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are getting high, and there's fields and <laughs> fields and fields of pot plants and all kinds of shit, especially when you go to Kansas and Tennessee mm-hmm. and Kentucky. There's a lot of pot shit. Out. Man, they're, they're growing pot by the fields. <laughs> So nobody's going to tell me they ain't somebody ain't getting high down there and have been for a long time. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I guess what you, what you just said, Angela, what Angela just said would make me think mm-hmm. that uh, it's interesting that we still have this electoral college because yeah. uh, if it was a popular vote, then the mid-Atlantic states and New England would be dominated. I booted myself out. Yes, he did. I was like, where'd he go? I said, I lost my cameras. Where, where did I go? <laughs> Yep. I just I kicked myself out of my own show. <laughs> <laughs> we we handled it missing? anyway. We what did I'm the same way, right? I, just, I, I said something about the Electoral College based on what you were saying, oh, Angelo, yeah, about yeah. Mm-hmm. 70% of the U.S. populations, I would call it the mid, mid-Atlantic into the Northeast states. Mm-hmm. Um if, if those eight or nine states are so dominant with population, I, I'm surprised that 
people in those states or the politicians in those states haven't been pushing harder to go to a uh, popular vote for the presidential election instead of the electoral college. Yeah. Because the electoral college is supposed to balance out the country by ge- geography. <laughs> is that uh, what they said? that the, the Democrats or whoever have been pushed for the popular vote to be the, the winner for the presidential. Is that is that the idea behind it? Somebody needs to tell them that. <laughs> Oh, the shit, reason man. for the electoral college, the way that I understood it, was uh, it's it's so that the the lesser populated states have uh, mm-hmm. equal equal representation, um, mm-hmm. equal representation yeah. based on geography, less mm-hmm. not as much as human being count. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, like for example, you know, Rhode Island, where you're from, Mikey, I think there's two representatives in Rhode Island, mm-hmm. right? Right. California, yeah. California alone has 58 electoral votes. Mm-hmm. Rhode Island has like one. Yeah, one. Just okay. one. Mm-hmm. It, but sometimes a state like Rhode Island, believe it or not, with as small as it is and with as little electoral votes as they have, sometimes a state like that can make a big impact. Yeah. On especially a presidential election. Mm-hmm. You know, look what happened this last time around, you know. Goofy got elected, you know. He <laughs> thought that Donald Duck was going to be elected again. But Goofy ended up being elected. Yeah. So, but it's okay because they're all part of the Disney family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I guess just a, a thought for you, a thought for Angelo and, and uh, Amelia tonight, you know, and, and this is really not a question or a statement or anything, but just an observation that, you know, in my lifetime and your guys' lifetimes, so many things have changed. You know, back yeah. in the day, you could go to a bar and smoke up a storm of cigarettes right in the middle of the club or go mm-hmm. to a restaurant. You'd have a smoking section. And mm-hmm. that got outlawed in the mid to late 90s for the most part. I heard even on an airplane, too, but now I can't. I'll tell you what happened to me. It was very interesting. I lived um, in here, again, in New Jersey. I moved to Tennessee many years ago. And when I left New Jersey, they had imposed a smoking ban in restaurants. You couldn't smoke in a restaurant. Okay. Well, it was just around the same time that I was moving to Tennessee. I get to Tennessee and you could smoke everywhere. Okay. I'm not there. I swear to you, Mikey, I'm not there three months. And Tennessee votes no smoking in restaurants anymore. Okay. Needless to say, I stopped going out to eat for a while out of protest. But it angered a lot of people because a lot of people, they swear and be damned that smoking helps them digest their food. And believe it or not, there's some scientific evidence to prove it that smoking accelerates the gases in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't make this shit up, okay? <laughs> and and I, I tell people every week, every week I say it to you. If you think that I'm full of shit, I promise you, I promise you as I look at you, I can prove everything I'm saying. Go on Google. You have a computer. Show yourself what I'm talking about. It's there because uh-huh. this is where I get my research from. Okay, 
I, and I'm not a know-it-all, but I spend a lot of time online researching stupid shit, okay? This right. is what I do. I'm a, my wife calls me a fountain of useless information. Yeah. But it, on this show, that useless information comes in pretty damn handy from time to time. But this was a, a really interesting show. Good show. Mikey, what's up next for Mike Messier, my friend? Well, I'm, I'm busy hawking my wares, my wares, you know, I got the uh, fighter play battle. Here's the original book, A Distance from Avalon, When the Dying and the Dead Reunite. Uh, as of today, it's also on uh, eBay. People can get a first edition autographed copy for a discounted price on eBay. Just look for Beautiful. Mike Messier, A Distance from Avalon. Uh, I'll personalize and autograph. And I got my new book, Fighter Play Basketball, Every Shot Counts, which is a young adult sports novel. And that's on Amazon as well. I got to uh, get so, that one, Mikey. I don't have that one. Yeah, this is brand new. Literally the last month I've been working really hard to get this published. Now, what's the, what's the going price on that, Mikey? Because I might hit Amazon and get one. Ten bucks for a paperback and 16 for hardcover. You going to sign it for me? Yeah, I'll sign it for you, buddy. Sure. Of course. You better. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> MikeMessier.com is the website for your Mike Messier wants, needs, and desires. Mike's got a lot of his films on there. Um, uh, So you're on uh, YouTube. Are you still on Vimeo? Is that your your movies are still on Vimeo? My Vimeo is still up. In fact, if people want to watch stuff without YouTube commercials, go to Vimeo because a lot of my stuff is there. But uh, subscribe to Mike Messier YouTube channels, my YouTube channel, and you know things are moving along. Beautiful. And Amelia, what's up next for you? I'm just uh, waiting for Tuesday, next Tuesday. We get to and, see me again. Yeah. <laughs> we got a good show next week. I've got the. Uh, uh, the man they call Mr. Hollywood, the smartest man in show business. His name is Jeffrey Mark. Oh, this yes, you were talking about him. He's a, a who's who of Hollywood. And, uh, I mean, if you are a guy or a woman that love old Hollywood trivia and mm-hmm. the shows that we grew up with, like Bewitched and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, Mr. Ed and all those, uh, this is the guy to talk to. Oh, good. He's a, a veritable who's who. His um, his books include two right now on Lucille Ball, mm-hmm. one on Ethel Merman, one on uh, Ella Fitzgerald, actually two on Ella Fitzgerald. He's got the Ella Fitzgerald biography and the Ella Fitzgerald songbook, which he performs from. And he is a performance artist, a writer, producer, and director, um, and a, a performer. Um, Jeffrey Mark will be here Tuesday and uh, rounding out our final official wrestling show is the one and only first lady of professional wrestling, Missy Hyatt will be here on the 28th. Then we've got on May, I will tell you right now, on May the 10th, Mm -hmm. we've got Bruce Blanche who is uh, a man who writes the Academy Award. You know him from the Hollywood Squares. He was right next to Whoopi Goldberg on the Hollywood Squares. And he is a guy uh, that's, that's credited with the, um, the success of a, a show called Comic Relief. Uh-huh. If you're familiar with that, Bruce Valange and Bob Zamuda. 
uh, are the two guys responsible for that and who wrote that show, Comic mm-hmm. Relief. Great stuff. Bob's and on May 12th, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, on May the 12th, Country Music Hall of Famer mm-hmm. and three-time Grammy Award winner, mm-hmm. Lacey J. Dalton will be here. And maybe uh, we'll have a surprise for us. I don't know yet. I'll find out when we get off the air. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. for Mikey Messier, for Amelia Pitbull Jackman, I am the Mad Dog, Angelo DeCipio, saying goodbye, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See you next time, everyone.